Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Ladies, ladies, it is your show, our show, Level Up Girl. We are so happy to be able to join you tonight. We are here in season four, episode eight. I am your host, Pastor Lucy. And I'm your co-host, Fonnie Blasa. And we are super excited for tonight's show. I don't know if you've missed us, but we have missed you. And we are so happy that you can be here with us tonight hanging out. It is ladies' night. It is ladies' night. I don't know if you heard, but now you heard. Um, Tag somebody, tell somebody that we are live. Um, Let somebody know, one of your friends, your sisters, uh, co-workers, cousins, friends. I don't know who else. Tell everybody and your mama. Everybody and your mama. (laughs) Go ahead, have somebody uh, write somebody's name down here so that they can know that we're live. Maybe somebody doesn't know that we have just gone live. Um, But we are super excited that you can join us tonight. Uh, We're happy that we're able to take some time from our schedules and hang out. I think I always say this, and uh, I don't get tired of saying it. We have so many roles and so many things that we do, and sometimes we don't even take time for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it that we can do a ladies' night um, and just, you know, just hang out. I don't know if you're driving from work if you already got home from work grab something to drink get some coffee get a soda get a juice i don't know some tea and just relax sit down get in your comfy pajamas throw yourself in your bed watch us on tv i don't know go to youtube wherever it is that you're watching us from we just want to let you know to take a break to take a a a time for yourself we're going to be discussing uh really good things tonight Uh, a hot topic, right, Mm -hmm. that uh, many of us go through and sometimes we don't have time to talk about because we're that busy. Ladies, we want to say hello and give a shout out to all those beautiful girls that are watching us. Oh, Lynette said she got her lemonade. (laughs) All right, all right. Um, Jennifer, God bless you. Amanda, God bless you. Um, We have a lot of beautiful girls. We have Tiffany on, Liana, um, Tennille, um, Hilda, we got Elise, uh, a lot of different people that are just tuning in. We have some people on Instagram as well. Go ahead and tag somebody. Let somebody know. Don't be stingy with the word. People need to hear about the things that we're going to be talking about tonight. So go ahead and tag somebody on this live. They're not going to regret it. You won't regret for referring them to this podcast. This is a podcast by women for women amen uh to help each other level up help each other um just cross that finish line i don't know about you but there have been moments that i have been struggling to get to that finish line Mm. and it feels like almost impossible right to get to that finish line and sometimes we feel like we're dragging on like we're hanging on by a thread and even in our in our belief, even in our faith, knowing that Jesus is on our side, sometimes we feel like, oh, my God, am I going to even make Jesus. it? Have you ever felt that way? Absolutely. You know, it's funny with you saying that. I remember hearing T.D. Jakes talking about capacity, and he spoke about the rubber band. And, you know, there's different size of rubber bands, and there's only a certain amount that you can stretch certain rubber bands before it actually breaks. Oh, and I Jesus. think that each and every one of us 
are the rubber bands. Some of us may be the smaller rubber bands. Some of us may be the bigger rubber band. But it doesn't matter what size you may be. If you stretch that sucker too much, it's Mm. going to break. And I think that we need to understand what our capacity is. You know, that's good. What our capacity to stretch is. Wow. It's yeah, it's extremely important. So listen, ladies, uh, this is what this is all about. It's just walking side by side. I think that if we don't understand that, um, one of the things that God has given us as women is the capacity to multitask. Mm-hmm. You can cross your finish line while helping somebody else. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stop cheering for your friend because you're trying to reach your goals. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we think that we could only do one or two things at, at one time. God has given us the grace and the power to be ambidextrous where we can be walk, working on one thing and working on another at the same time. We can work on our goals and reach our goals and help our sister also get to her goals. And I think we don't have to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the most important things about being our sister's keeper. Yeah. It's not just focusing on our goals mm-hmm. because it's great Absolutely. if you get to the top of the mountain and say, hey, there's this big flag and it says mm-hmm. Luz Hernandez. Yeah. But what about the flags of your of your friends, of your sisters? They're still at the bottom of the hill and they're, they're, try, they're struggling trying to get up yeah. and they need somebody to give them that push. Won't you be that mm-hmm. person that will bless them? You know, uh, one of the greatest models, and Pastor preached about this this uh, Sunday, one of the best models of servant uh, leadership that we can have is Jesus, where he showed us that there is nothing more important than laying your life down for the people mm-hmm. that we love, you know, for being that person that will take the hit for a brother or yep. a sister, that person that will push that person to the other side and make sure that they make it. Um, there's no glory in saying that you made it and your sister is defeated on the other side. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but there's something that doesn't sit right with me knowing that I made it and my sister is still in depression. Yeah. She's still struggling with anxiety. And I'm not talking about the girls that don't want to get out of there. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about those knuckleheads because there's a lot of people yeah. that are content in toxic that are content in dysfunction and they don't want to level up. I'm talking about people that do want to level up. Mm -hmm. It's just, they need that extra push. Um, I think that God has strategically placed us in order to be around these people that can benefit from our story, from our testimony, from our strengths, the things that we have dealt with and the things that we have walked that now we can say, Hey, I've been through that. Mm -hmm. There's a hole in a couple of blocks. You better go to move to the side. Hey, girl, don't don't keep walking straight. You better turn left. You better turn right. And it behooves of us to listen to sound counsel. It Mm -hmm. says that that's where wisdom lies, that when somebody gives you a good uh, uh, counseling or or an advice, that you Mm -hmm. take it. Amen. So that's what Level Up Girl is all about. Uh, I just want to thank everybody that is tuning in. I know you could have been doing something else tonight, but isn't it awesome if we can just come together I know that there's a woman out there that needs to hear what we're going to talk about today. So go ahead and write down their name on the comments. Make sure you let them know that we're live. Maybe they're washing dishes right now, making dinner, taking care of their kids. Maybe they don't even know that we're live. Tag somebody and let somebody know that we are live. They need to hear what we're going to talk about tonight. So we just want to say hi. Millie is watching us on Instagram. We have a couple of more people. Um, You have a couple of girls watching on your Instagram um, and also some more ladies have joined in, Mariela, we have Carmen, Celeste, Monica, um, we have a lot of beautiful ladies that are joining us, so go ahead and, like I said, share this life with somebody.
We have a lot of different things coming on. We like to say uh, blessings to our faith squad that's in the house. If you don't know what that is, we have a, a separate Facebook group that is called Level of Girl Faith Squad. You can go and request it, and we would um, gladly accept you into the group. Um, it is a private group, so you have to request to go into the group. We also have our pages, Level of Girl, in Instagram uh, and also on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And you can also find us on YouTube under Luz Hernandez Ministries. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. There's things that are happening and coming down the pipeline. Um, I know that you know that we're living in a woke society where uh, the things of the Lord are not permitted very easily. When you start talking about different topics that um, cringe in the ears of the demons, they start canceling culture. Um, they start canceling sisters, you know. And so what I'm going to let you know is that if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go ahead um, and subscribe. Even if you got to uh, get out of this life and go and subscribe, go in and, and hit subscribe. There, there will be moments where we won't be able to go live on Facebook and the only uh, place maybe we'll be able to go is in our YouTube channel. So go ahead and don't miss out on the opportunity. Find us on YouTube and go and subscribe. We also have our website. It's www.lhm1.org. You can go in there and subscribe to our page so you can receive our newsletter. And also uh, take a little stroll into the shop. Um, you would be able to uh, purchase uh, from T-shirts to tumblers, um, little uh, jewelry, accessories, uh, accessories yeah. you know, things like that. Uh, all those proceeds of the things that you purchase go towards the ministry mm -hmm. itself. Um, I don't know if you understand, but we're uh, getting ready to have our first Level of Girl yes. Global uh, Women's Conference. Um, mm -hmm. I know that you can see behind us the uh, graphics. I'm going to show you what the graphics looks like. This is our uh, flyer. Uh, it is called Birthy in the Desert. If you haven't seen it on Facebook, well, now you know we are having mm -hmm. a great big uh, Holy Ghost party. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. it's only women. And we're going to be doing it Saturday, June 18 at 11 a.m. in Tampa, Florida. If you are watching us from another state and you've never been to Florida, listen, you still have a good two months to reserve your tickets. Yes, listen, take some time off. Take your vacation time. Come maybe a day or two uh, beforehand and go to Clearwater or go to, uh, I don't know, the aquarium or go sightseeing. On the uh, uh, Facebook page, we have put some of the things that you can do while you're here in, in Florida and in Tampa, uh, some sightseeing things that you can do if you're not local. Yep. Uh, we also posted a couple of the um, um, hotels that you can reserve. Um, if you reserve now, I'm sure you're going to get a better deal than if you do it last minute. I'm going to let you know now, ladies, um, the tickets are going fast. We actually have less than 50 tickets left for anybody that wants to be in the room. It is a uh, capacity. There's only a hundred tickets being sold. Our capacity is not a lot in the place that we are. And so once we sell the 50 tickets or um, I think it's a little less than mm -hmm. 50, once we sell the tickets that we have left, we will have no room for anyone mm -hmm. else. It you, you can beg your way into it. You can say, hey, can you squeeze me in capacity? I'm talking about a fire marshal capacity yep. of the place 
will not allow us to sell any more tickets. So what I'm saying to you is even if you beg me, I cannot let you in. So please, please, please do not leave this to the last minute. Don't say, oh, you know what? I'm just going to wait till next week or I'm going to wait mm -hmm. uh, from a month from now or I'm waiting till I uh, hit the lotto. If you're playing the lotto, we pray for you afterwards. But anyway, <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to tell you is that don't wait till the last minute. Ladies, if you are interested, you already saw who we're going to have. We're going to have our uh, very powerful in the Lord worshiper, Jenny Weaver, is going to be with us. You don't know how difficult it was to get her because she is a very busy minister of God traveling all over the mm -hmm. world, uh, ministering the gospel through song. It is a prophetic worship. It's not like every other worship. It's a prophetic worship where it'll take you into an atmosphere of the spirit. Yeah. And so if you if you want to be in the room, please do not wait till the last minute. We're also going to have straight up from New York, Evangelist Claudia Morales. Listen, if you have not heard this woman, you need to go onto my page. I posted a little clip of just a little snippet of one of her sermons, and I was just like slain in the spirit. I was ready to give my life again to the Lord, recommit myself to the Lord. <laughs> I'm telling you, wonderful, powerful women of God are going to be in the room. That's not all. We're going to have a lot of other surprises while we're there, so make sure you understand. Pastor Fani's going to be in the house. She's going to be and, ministering. And Pastor Lucy. Come on, somebody. The you're firecracker. Gonna, listen, you're going to be getting some word, <laughs> top-of-the-line word, amen, unadulterated, pure word. Uh, from these women of God. So you do not want to miss this. You do not want to miss us making history with God yes. in Tampa, Florida. Something's about to happen. Yep. Things are going to break. Mm. People will be uh, um, just relieved of so many burdens that they're carrying. So don't leave it for the last minute. I'm telling you right now, even if you beg me at the end, I will not be able to let you in. You have to understand that when there's a time we talked about time and chance time before. And chance. Don't miss your opportunity. You can't do that. You know, one of the, the worst things, and Jesus himself, as he was walking into Jerusalem, he cried over the city. And he said to them, if you would have only known what was for peace. But right now, you can't see it. it it's been veiled. Mm -hmm. It's been covered. Mm -hmm. Because there's a time of revelation. And when you miss the time of revelation, the, the things will be covered again and you will not be able to see them, even if you wanted to. Oh, my God. Um, you preach it. <laughs> there are times that God has designed for us to know a thing, for a secret to be revealed, for a thing, a matter to be known. And when you say, oh, no, no, I'm closing my heart. God says, okay, done. Time is over. You will not be able to understand this secret because your heart was not open. He said to them, if you only knew, but you missed it, you missed the time of your visitation. In other words, you didn't even know it was me. You didn't know God was amongst you. And sometimes there's things, and I was saying this on Sunday that we will never get back. I mean, I, I think it was Saturday in the dance conference. Yeah. We will never get, there are moments that we will never get back. And I'm telling you, God is going to do things that you have never seen before miracle signs and wonders in this uh conference so you don't want to miss it we have the link if one of the girls that is on here maybe the dream team or the faith squad that is here if you can go ahead and make sure that you post the link maybe lynette if you're on still if you can post the link for um the eventbrite uh link for people to go ahead and um and purchase their ticket 
Ladies, it's only $35. I mean, it's a steal. This is not about making money. We are not making money off of this. This is just to pay some of the costs of getting um, our sister Jenny Weaver and also getting our sister uh, up Audio. from uh, New York. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is just mainly so that we can be able to um, get the ladies here and mm -hmm. so that you can be blessed. It's wow. only $35. Listen, you spend more on Starbucks. You do. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe on uh, uh, food out there. Mm -hmm. Definitely more than what you pay for, for clothes, right? So, ladies, this is an investment into your life, into your spiritual life. You know, buy one for yourself. Sponsor a friend. Yeah. Bring somebody that you know that. Listen, there are some of our friends, and I'm just going to be honest. There are some of our friends that um, that need it. That would never buy it for themselves. Mm. Oh, my Lord. That's, that's true. I wish somebody understood what I just said. There are some people that need it worse than we do, and they would not purchase it mm -hmm. unless somebody gave it to them. Amen. And so you know your friends better than we do. Buy one for yourself and sponsor a friend. Say, hey, girlfriend, listen, this year we ain't going to a concert. This year we're going to a conference mm -hmm. because you need this in the worst way. I need you to level up. Or use it as a setup. Hey, girl, it's a girl's day. Come on. We're we going somewhere. Girl. You show up and they're blessed. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And so a lot of the times we need to understand that we can be of a blessing to others if we just do what God is placing in our heart. So if you're in, in the, um, um, whatchamacallit, if you're in the, in, the, uh, um, in the situation that you can be a blessing to somebody mm -hmm. else, why not? There's so many people that are struggling right now that cannot purchase one. I had one of the girls that um, that actually won a ticket mm -hmm. when we we raffled some tickets. One of the girls that raffled the ticket, and I know she doesn't want me to say her name, so I'm not going to say it mm -hmm. um, and throw her under the bus. But uh, one of the girls said, listen, Pastor, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, but I want to purchase my ticket. Ooh. I want to purchase my ticket. You know, it reminded me of David. Mm -hmm. David went to go buy a field to sacrifice for God. And he tells the guy, listen, I want to purchase this field. And the guy was like, no, no, no. King, you can have it. If it's for God, you can have it. He goes, no, 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 no. I don't want anything that doesn't cost me something. <laughs> and this girl said, no, no, no. This is going to cost me something. I'm investing into this. And that ticket that you were going to give me, give it to somebody that doesn't have the money to go. And I literally went up to one of the women from our church that I know is going through a situation. And I said, listen, this beautiful girl um, that I know, uh, she's in the faith squad. She said she wants me to donate it to somebody. And I, her, you know, she, her eyes got water. She's like, thank you so much. She was so thankful that she's able to be in the room Aww. when she couldn't have been in the room. So I just want to thank that beautiful girl that I know is watching mm -hmm. for being such a beautiful blessing to another sister. Um, ladies, uh, please don't be stingy. If you're in a good situation and you make good money, buy a ticket for yourself and buy a ticket for a friend. Invite somebody. Set them up, like she said. Yeah. Set them up. Ambush. <laughs> Listen, we're going somewhere. We, we're we're going to go uh, uh, do something in Tampa this yep. weekend and yep. just go. Surprise them. Us. When they walk in, it's like, what is this? Surprise. <laughs> it's a woman's conference. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, ladies, please don't wait till the last minute. Um, anything else that you'd like to add? Yes. For those of you who are connected, as you know, Level Up Girl is a free resource to everyone. However, if you have been blessed and desire to partner up with us, you can do so by uh, sending a love offering to uh, through Cash App to Money Sign Pastor Luce. Again, you can send your offering to Money Sign Pastor Luce. 
Um, I also wanted to mention that we are in the works of setting up Level Up Girl in Espanol. That is still in the works. So That's we'll right. have more info for you ladies soon for those of you who speak Spanish. Um, and then I know that Pastor Lucy, you, you touched on the purpose of the podcast, but I'll just kind of just, you know, throw this out there again. And, it, and it's to be to others what we needed when we were, you know, in our mess or, you know, in the ruins. Um, it is to help you assess the damage, mm -hmm. you know, and um, lastly, to help you take action and come up to level. So we are here to just be a blessing to, to each lady or woman that is logging on. Yes, um, yes. If you know anybody that knows that needs to hear these, you know, podcasts that we have, connect them with us. I know that it's going to be a blessing. Um, one, one of our sisters, her sister started watching us and the testimony that we received, how she was just like binge watching She's all hooked. of our, She's all hooked. of our previous episodes and has been blessed by it. Yes. Um, I know that there's a lot of other women out there that can, uh, benefit. Yeah. And, and benefit off of it. So ladies, I mean, look, uh, it, it all goes hand in hand. So our conference is called birthing in the desert. I'm dangerous in his hands. Um, I don't know how many of you uh, know that I lost my brother about five months ago. I just lost my uncle um, this past weekend. Um, that is the fifth man in my in my household, in my family, that I've lost in the last four years. Um, back to back, back to back. And so when you start thinking, and I, I know you've gone through a lot of uh, situation deserts too, that if we can kind of bring it out, we'd be here in tears, you know, consoling yeah. each other because... We go through a lot of things. And I'm sure that if any of you women as well would come in here and start talking about the things that you've gone through, whether it's deaths in your family, whether it's a bankruptcy, whether it's a foreclosure, whether it's a losses of a loved one or a divorce or a separation, mm -hmm. or, you know, you had to change churches because you got church or, or whatever the, the wilderness, the desert that you're going through, we wanted to encourage you women that although it is difficult, it is possible to birth what God is asking you to birth in the middle of that difficulty. You do not need to stop constructing because life has been hard. You do not need to stop doing what God has asked you to do because you've been punched in the gut. There are things that are going to happen. Jesus said it in, the, in this world, you will have many afflictions. But trust, because if I overcame, you're going to overcome. You know what David said? David said, it was good for me to be afflicted. Mm -hmm. Because in that affliction, I learned. I was, I was able to create and expand capacity, like uh, Pastor Fani was talking about, stretching like the rubber band. Mm -hmm. I was able mm -hmm. to create capacity in the midst mm -hmm. of that affliction. <laughs> and so I, we're here to tell you that if you're going through a thing, this is the conference to go to. This is the podcast to listen to. Because guess what? We keeping it real. We ain't going to tell mm -hmm. you and feed you garbage and tell you, oh, yes, ministry is, is all that in a bag of chips. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of tears that are shed behind uh, uh, the curtains. There's a lot of things that go on that hurt you to the core. There's a lot of things that you feel like, oh, my God, I don't think I'm going to make it. But guess what? That's why we're sitting here today, because if we can make it, you can also make it. So, mm -hmm. ladies, I don't know if you're going through a thing, but this is why we came up with this conference. Because we're, we have gone through desert seasons, wilderness seasons, where we've been required to give birth, mm. where we've been required to push it out. Come push, on, somebody. Yes, come on, somebody type push. Somebody <laughs> type push. I don't push. know if you push it. Mm. 
But all I know is for those women that have had kids, you know what we're talking about. It is a painful thing to push. But once you finish pushing and you pass down that threshold of like, I think I'm going to die. When you pass through that, that line where you cross and I was saying in the conference mm -hmm. in Newark, I was like, that's when you start switching. You're like, this is too much pain for any yep. human being. <clears throat> but when you cross that threshold of pain and that baby comes out and you stare at that baby in the face, it's all over. I don't care what I went through. Come on. It was worth it. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing. Translate that into the spiritual there are things you will only be able to push out in the desert. Oh my God. That's some deep stuff right there, Pastor. You, can, you can't miss this conference. I'm telling you women. Be there, be square. Yes. You either make it or you're going to miss a good thing. Okay? So make sure you have about two months to reserve your flight if you are not here. If you are here, you have no excuse. Buy your thirty-five dollar mm. ticket. Ain't that much? Somebody said here that after you push, you don't even remember the pain. Oh, come That's on! Why people somebody. get pregnant again. <laughs> Girl, you want to do it again? You sure? You what? <laughs> Look, she said, push, pray, practice, preach until something mm. happens. Come, come on, on, somebody! Amen. Come on, Millie. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah! I just, you know, I feel God even just saying that. There are people that are going through hell right now, but that's the operative word. We going through it. Mm -hmm. We ain't staying there. Absolutely. We passing through the water. We ain't staying there. We're going through the fire. We ain't staying there. One thing is to go through. Another thing is to, to make a residence, mm -hmm. to pitch a tent. You remember Peter, when he was up in the mountain, mm -hmm. he's like, oh my God, this is the glory. Can we pitch a tent here? Mm -hmm. And Jesus was like, you know what? Get over yourself. We got to go back to, to reality. Yeah. You know, and so you, we cannot pitch a tent in the midst of the wilderness. But while we're there, we're going to push. Jesus. And we're going to make this happen. We're going to do what God has asked us to do. <clears throat> Amen. It says, yes, I hold uh, your feet, squeeze my hand, and push, sister. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, somebody. Where are the coaches? Come Has on. anybody ever been in a room while somebody else is giving birth? I've had the, the honor of doing that. And it is a total different uh experience mm -hmm. being the coach than being the one in the bed i always used to be the one giving the, mm -hmm. the birth and pushing and then when i had to be at the side of the bed and telling somebody else to push i almost wanted to uh, uh trade places like okay i'll do it <laughs> you know because it's like the baby has to come oh out right God, i love that oh. i actually love the whole thinking of it in Imagery. a spiritual sense where it's like girl you gotta push you gotta push and i love it because it actually ties into what we're about to talk talk about ladies ladies somebody be pushing come on who's pushing tonight mm -hmm. come on i don't know about you but we gotta get it we gotta get it girls we gotta get it this is our season i feel it in the spirit Amen. so yes. much and so deep it is the time for women to arise. It is the time for women to say, you know what? God created us for greatness. Yes. And we're not taking a backseat to nobody. You listen, there are so many naysayers out there. Ooh, uh, I don't know if women are supposed to this. And I don't know if women should do that. Listen, sit your rear down. If God called me and you didn't call me, I, I'm not listening to you. I'm yeah. sorry. I will not apologize for doing what God has asked me to do. I'm sorry. The only person that I have to give an account to is God. And so listen, ladies, I feel it in my spirit. This is the season for women to arise. You got to act 
activate in the spirit. You got to allow God to use you for what he's called you to do. Amen. Amen. So I don't know if you want to go get into the entanglement. Because what happened was, Mm -hmm. what happened was, is what Pastor Lucy is Mm -hmm. saying, that there's a bunch of you women out there that have so much potential that are, you know, have been called for such a time as this to to do greater and bigger things than where you've actually like maybe limited your mindset. Mm. You know, many times we think that what we have to offer or what we have poured out up until now is all the oil that we have left. Mm, My God, but God is saying, would somebody go get some vessels because we're looking at the oil and thinking that it's not enough. Yet God is saying, if you go get the vessels, I'm going to continue having that oil just continue flowing and flowing flowing and flowing. And so this is real what Pastor Lucy is is Mm. speaking of, that this is the time for women to arise and to step out of the boat because God is trying to do so much more through you and with you. That's right. And a lot of us have been comfortable where we are when God has been calling you to step up, to level up, to go to the mountain, but you have already pitched your tent. And I love that you, I love that you said that because we think that just that tip of the mountain is enough, not, not knowing or, 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 looking further ahead to see that there's another mountain that's higher than the one that you're standing in Jennifer says, change that mindset. Maricela says, overflow. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. Listen, we got ladies coming from New York to the conference. We got people coming from New Jersey. All my girls, my cousins, my sister, everybody, they have already Mm -hmm. booked their tickets. They've already bought their tickets. Listen, if you up north and you want to come, you have two months, two months, figure it out. You got to do it. Amen. So don't use that as something like, oh my God, I don't know. Listen, make sure that you are in the room because it is going to go down. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about understanding that where you are right now is not where God wants you. God wants to activate something because he's taking you higher. He's taking you deeper. He's taking you further. And in the last days, God is going to lift up people that are willing to go the extra mile. And so we're going to go into some entanglements here. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news, right? With entanglements, right? A lot of entanglements, a lot of, a lot of crazy entanglements, but this entanglement, you're going to feel it down in your bones because this entanglement, we all go through. Amen. So go ahead. Tell us what the entanglement is tonight. The entanglement is called the comfort zone. Oh, come on, somebody. The, the entanglement tonight is the comfort zone. Mm. Do you know what that means? Is somebody write that there comfort zone. That is the entanglement. Mm, Come on. Yes. And, you know, God kind of put this one in my heart today because there's so many women that have been called for so much more, yet we're sitting in the comfort of what we know. You know, and part of being our sister's keeper is keeping it real with one another. And if I see potential in my sister, it's my job to call it out. It's, it's my job to call out, you know, the, the, the woman of God that's that's there, you know, the, the businesswoman, the, the minister, the whatever it is God has called you to. And so being my sister's keeper is my job. And me being my sister's keeper is my job to encourage you Ooh, not to good. settle for less. That's good. That's good. So we got to level up, girls. And listen, you can be great. And so we're going to go into this comfort zone. What is a comfort zone? Is a place or a situation where one feels safe or at ease and without stress. Mm. In other words, it's a place where you feel safe and in control. My God. You know, many times I, 
I've been around certain people and I've had conversations um, where people have these dreams and they have these goals and, you know, they, they have these visions of things that they would love to do, yet they don't accomplish it because they're stuck in the comfort zone. Ooh, you know, so we, we have used excuses of, you know, I'm stuck in my routine. I'm, I, I have to get this done. You know, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I, I, I got to cook. I got to do all of these extra mm-hmm. things. I have a job. And so we have these dreams that we'll sit here and we'll write them down in little journals in our That's notebooks, right. but the journal and the notebooks are just dusty. Ooh. They're just dusty because you have just lived this life where you're just continuously living in a routine mm-hmm. when, when there is so much more. And I know that there's women here that, that feel what I'm saying. Oh my I God. know that you're sitting here and you're like, oh my God, yeah, my notebook is right over there. And I got all those dreams, all those dreams that I wrote four or five years ago. That's right. Yes, because there's, listen, as I was putting this together today, something that I thought about was we dream at a young age. When someone comes to you as a five-year-old and says, what do you want to be when you get older? You know, I I remember my answer was, oh, I want to be a singer. You know, I want to be a singer. And so there's dream we, we've been dreaming since we were kids that's right you know so you that. can't tell me that now as an adult as you lived life as, as you experience things that there's not more dreams within you that Ooh. you would love to accomplish that's good yeah because we're so stuck in routine it had nothing has happened mm. and so oh i don't know God. but I'm, I'm here to let somebody know that the dream is still yours mm. you know the dream that god gave you you're still able to walk in it and let me tell my women something mm. many times we think that age will limit has limited us to doing what God has called us. And I don't know why I feel this for, for my, my older women, older women that, that are in like that Sarah season where God is promised and you're sitting here laughing oh, because you think that it's too late for you to start that thing. When God is saying, listen, I said, I said, you're having that baby. I feel you're having that baby. Mm. And I don't know if somebody really needs to receive that tonight because mm. the baby is coming. And if you would only believe, if you would only have that crazy That's faith, so good. if you would only believe that you can move the mountain with that, that little Oof. bit of faith that, that you're holding on to right now, you're going to see it. You're going to see it. My God. You know, I think that sometimes um, <clears throat> that comfort zone is a place where we feel safe and in control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that goes back to a deeper sense of who we are, right? So when we deal with so many insecurities, when we deal with things that we've gone through as a child, as an adolescent, as a teen, as a young, uh, 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 you know, teenager mm-hmm. or uh, early 20s, and you're <clears throat> you're going through these metamorphosis or these changes of traumatic situations, right? Because we were not in control at that point, and now we're, we're into our adulthood, and now we're like, well, I can control this. I don't want to go back to feeling like I'm out of control. Mm. And so getting out of my comfort zone is not an option for me because when I'm out of the comfort zone, I'm out of control. Yeah, my God, that's real. And when we do that, then we cap God because we're saying to him, listen, I trust you up until this point. But when we move from this line, this line in the sand, I cannot trust you anymore because I am no longer in control. Mm. My God. I love that. 
I love that in, in one of the sermons you reached, recently preached on, I think it was the series where it's, um, I, I can't remember, it wasn't Faith Without Borders. What was it? Anyways, we were speaking about borders, right? Blessings, blessings. Blessings, mm -hmm. yes. blessings without borders. Blessings without borders. And I love that because we were speaking about, it was it Abraham? Abraham. Abraham and how he had to let Lot go, right? Mm. And it says that after he let Lot go, God spoke to him and said, look to the east, the north, the, the west, mm -hmm. and the south, and everything that you see, I'm going to give it to you. My God. And so it reminds me of that. You know, too many times where we're, we think that we just have to, we just have to look ahead and that's it. But as you continue to walk, right? Come on. There's going to be more land that you're going to see. Mm -hmm. Like you have to move in order to go to the east, the north, the, the west, and the south. My God. I, th I think sometimes <laughs> the place that we're in is not the place where we belong. Amen. And so it's the same thing you're talking about, Abraham and Lot. Mm -hmm. They're here, and all of a sudden, he has to let go of the familiar, which yes. was his family member, that thing that kept talking to him mm -hmm. and saying, you know what, listen, you're okay here. We're okay here. We're going to make it. He said, no, 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 no. God is saying you need to choose a place, and wherever you choose, I'm going the opposite mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. As soon as he left, the Bible says he heard from God. His ears were open. He was able to perceive God's voice. I don't know who's listening tonight that needs to perceive God's voice tonight to yeah. understand that you need to get out of that place of comfort yes. because that place of comfort, you cannot pitch a tent there. You mm. are not called to live there. You are just passing by. God is telling you tonight that it is a place where you need to leave in order to go where you were designed to be. Yes. That's Listen, good. that's what we have to understand that although we go through the desert, although we pass through the wilderness, although we go through the water, although we pass through the fire, it is not our home. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's it right there. It's the place where we're going to be processed. It's the place where God is opening capacity. It is the place where he's stretching us. Mm -hmm. It is the place where he's opened up our vision. Guess what he said to Abraham? Lift up your eyes. Mm -hmm. I love it. Open up your eyes. Change your perspective. Look up. And when he looked up, he said, now that you got better vision, whatever you see, I'm going to give you. Come on. Where are the women that understand that whatever you can see, whatever you can fathom, the perspective that you're open to, God is going to allow you to walk into. And it is out of the comfort zone. It is not in the comfort zone. There's nothing good that God will do in the comfort zone because you're telling God, in other words, I don't trust you enough mm. to get out of here. Jesus. I'm comfortable here. Comfort. This is where I'm comfortable mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. This is what I know. You know, I love that you used Abraham because the story of Abraham starts by God saying to Abraham, hey, buddy, I got great things for you, but you're going to have to leave your home. <laughs> leave your family, leave everything yep. you know, leave your boys, leave everything that, that you are comfortable with to a land that I'm going to show you. In other words, I ain't giving you too much details. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to start walking. And when I feel like it, I'm going to let you know you arrived. Mm, I love it. So I'm giving you step one. I'm not giving you the whole map. In mm. other words. I wish I had somebody. And I think that that's something to take into consideration because there's people that are connected in here that you're the type of person that you have to see it on paper before you actually make a move. And that is the problem right there because 
your faith is too small. Ooh, your faith God. is too small. Where and are although, although you can, you see God in, in, moving in the midst of the small faith, there's so much more that he can do when you just say, listen, I'm throwing out the whole map, God. When you just tell me go right, I'm going to go right. Look at what per Perla says. God called my family to leave our hometown and move to another state. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking only about in the spiritual realm. There are mm -hmm. times that God is speaking to us, even from where we are living, even in the things that we're doing, even in the ministries that we're involved. If God is saying one time, and I and I have to be uh, uh, transparent, mm -hmm. this one time somebody came up to me and said, listen, God is... Uh, uh, talking to me he's he's allowing me to feel that my season in this place is over but i love and i'm so appreciative of the people that have uh, um shepherded me into this moment mm -hmm. and what do you think and i said listen first and foremost you got to ask god i cannot give you the answer to that i will never lead you to leave a place that god has not asked you mm -hmm. to leave because i am a prophet of god i cannot speak on my own accord i must speak what god is speaking and i said but let me tell you something if the only reason that is keeping you in that place is because you don't want to hurt that person's feeling then you're wrong because mm -hmm. while you're not hurting their feeling you're hurting god's feelings oof jesus and so being obedient to god and walking out in faith and saying god listen the comfort is what i know this zone is what i know but i trust you far from that zone outside of that zone listen abraham didn't say you know what we got to talk about this you got to give me from point a to z and then you got to map it out give me a map let me highlight it. Mm -hmm. Let me underline it. Let me trace it. Give me the GPS. Give mm -hmm. me the coordinates. No, he said, you know what? You call me, I'm out. Amen. And he started to walk. And this is why today we are able to call him the father of faith. Mm -hmm. He said, as far as your eyes can see, where are the visionaries today? Wow. Where are the people that have trained their eyes to see when they, when they see a God thing, when they see the things that God is asking them to see? I don't know if God is training your eyes tonight, but God is saying, as far as your eyes can see, Far from that comfort mm -hmm. is where I'm going to take you. But when you get there, I'm going to bless you beyond your wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. Oh, my Lord. I love it. Super powerful. My I wanted to share this with, with the girls because I read it this morning and I, I just loved it. It says that a ship is always safe at shore, but that is not what it was built for. Ugh. You know, when I think about us, God created us with purpose. So there's times where we can be still and put our tent in a place, but we weren't created to just stay in one place. Mm. We were called for so much more. And so Pastor Lucy was saying that, you know, there's so many things that we can do. You know, we can be a wife and be a mom and still be a minister of God. Mm, come on. Like there is so many different things that you can do because God has created us exactly as multitaskers to be able to do so much more my lord and so i don't know if you're that ship tonight and you just been just chilling in one area <laughs> i just want to let you know it's time to move boo yeah it's time yeah. to move you know um I, I wanted to get into esther as well you know esther was a jew that walked into a kingdom you know that she didn't even belong to belong to and That's so right. there there was some level of her having to leave, leave a comfort yeah, she had to leave that comfort zone and go into something, you know, totally new to her in order for her to be the queen. And I kind of wanted you to touch on it because we spoke about it before we actually went live and you had some really, really good points to, 
Listen, so one, one of the things that that um that we were talking about is, of course, Esther. She had to leave her her comfort zone of uh what she knew. She all she knew. I mean, if you look and dissect her story, mm -hmm. every every season, every step of the way, she had to leave a comfort zone. Mm -hmm. All she knew was how to be an orphan. Mm -hmm. Now she's turning into a wife, or at least training to be yep. picked as a wife. Mm -hmm. Once she leaves that orphan mm. mentality, oh my God, Powerful. You don't get me started. <laughs> Mama preach. about to preach, preach up in here. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that orphan mentality, sometimes we walk into the palace with an orphan mentality Ooh. because our comfort zone is, mm. woe is me, I'm the victim, I'm yeah. an orphan. I was abandoned, I was hurt, I was molested, I was raped, I was uh, abandoned, I was rejected. And that orphan mentality, walks with us into mm. that palace because it is our comfort zone. It's the only thing we know how to feel. I don't know how to feel like a princess. Ooh. Let alone mm. feel like a queen. And God has called us out of the pit, into the palace, out of Lodabar, into mm -hmm. the palace, mm -hmm. out of being an orphan girl to being a queen, somebody. Where are the women that are changing their mentality? Because you know what? There, there is no comfort. There is no glory in you staying with an orphan mentality. She had to transform her mind from mm -hmm. the comfort of saying, I'm abandoned. I'm an abandoned girl. Mm -hmm. I, I was never loved. I was never blessed enough to have parents and, and all the good. I didn't have a silver spoon. Mm -hmm. You know, we walk around with a chip on our shoulder because that's comfort. Yeah. Have you ever spoken to a friend? Girls, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I've had friends, I've had family, that all they know is the victim mentality. Mm -hmm. Every time you talk to them, it's like, oh, girl, you don't know, but they did this to me. Mm -hmm. But they always do that to me. But I, this always happens to me. Have you ever been in that kind of conversation? Mm -hmm. What happens is it becomes a comfort zone to be that um, damsel in distress mm -hmm. or the poor person or the victim in the story all the time. That becomes a comfort zone. It's a mentality it really sometimes. Is. You know, I used to be that. Like before, <laughs> before I was serving the Lord, I, you know, I, I would have conversations with my sisters and I'm like, but they don't know what I've been through. Ooh, they don't I like know that. where I came from. I like that. And so it's like, we want people to feel how we feel and have some sort of pity on us because there. of what we've been through. And in reality, people are harsh. They don't care what you've been through. If they want to hurt your feelings, they're going to use it as ammo. Let me tell you something. It, it, it is a comfort zone. That mentality is a comfort zone. I'm only used to being looked at as a victim. Mm -hmm. And whenever I, I am not being looked at as a victim, I got to draw the attention mm -hmm. to the victimization that I've gone through, yep. to the trauma that I have lived through, because it's the only way that I can get people's attention mm -hmm. and people's love. And because yep. I'm used to that manipulation, I'm going to stay in that comfort zone. And today I come to break some chains in the name Amen. of Jesus, because this is not just your everyday podcast where we're just looking cute. Okay. That too, but not, <laughs> not, it's, that's not it. 
What I'm trying to tell you is we're here to break some chains. Amen. We are chain breakers in the name of Jesus. And the blood of the lamb has to come over that mentality yes. tonight. And we have to declare we have the mind of Christ. We are not victims. We are victors. We are people that will walk into the palace and not say, oh, look, at what, look at what Mephibosheth said. Mm. When David says to him, bring him here. Listen, you are the son of Jonathan. And I was friends with your father and I'm going to bless you and I'm going to give you everything that belongs to you. Mm -hmm. You know what? The first thing he says, and we have an episode on this. Mm -hmm. You got to go back uh, to listening Crippled to at the palace. Crippled at the palace is one of our best uh, episodes yet. He says, how could you look at a dead dog like me? Do you don't think that's a victim mentality? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's a comfort zone. Yeah. I'm only used to you seeing me as a dead dog. I'm only used to thinking about myself as an orphan girl. But one of the greatest things is that sometimes we were talking about, um, you, you put here um, that she didn't belong, right? But it says here, to get out of the comfort zone is an opportunity that arose for her, right? To go, and, and she stepped into the kingdom. It says here, she probably used to walk past it often, and she um, now she was the, the, the queen, right? Things like that happen when you leave behind uh, limited mindsets. We yep. been talking about right. that limited mindset. But one of the things that I love is, um, and this we've often talked about, and it's about when you tell God, God, I'm, I'm available. Mm -hmm. I'm here, God, use me. Oh yeah, have you ever been to a service and the pastor's like, come on, scream it out. Let the Lord know, Lord, use me. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yes, both, both hands and both feet. Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Lord, here I am. Use me. And then when the opportunities come, you run for the hills. Yep. You're like, oh, no, I'm not available. I, uh, um, my calendar, there's conflicting information something in my calendar. Some, uh, um, I think I'm doing something, but I didn't tell you when it is. <laughs> but no, no, I, I think I'm doing something that day too. Because our comfort zone of feeling inadequate, feeling unqualified starts to step in. And we're going to go into that uh, yes, kind of yes. zone in a minute. But I wanted to say this. I want you to understand that if you do not get out of your comfort zone, listen to what I'm going to tell you. And this is prophetic. If you do not get out of your comfort zone, God will call somebody else. Because Mordecai tells uh, uh, Queen Esther, listen, you have been chosen for such a time as this, mm -hmm. but I'm going to tell you something, baby girl. If you ain't going to take the opportunity, God will raise somebody else. Jesus. And you you better go saying. ahead with yourself. Because mm -hmm. sometimes we think we cute. Uh-uh. Oh, the gift is irrevocable. He ain't taking back this gifting. Oh, yeah, he ain't taking back the gifting. But if you miss your opportunity, he's going to give that opportunity to somebody else. You'll have that gift back in the pit. Ooh. You'll have to use your gift like Joseph in the prison. You don't want to go to the palace? What? I'm entangled right now. <laughs> it's an entanglement. That's what we're talking about, the entanglement. It really is. Because this mindset, this comfort zone that we have will keep us from God's best. And if you don't want it, he will give it to somebody else. That is and so real. You can go and prophesy in prison. We good. Oof, that is so real. I don't know about you, but I feel like me personally, like I feel like I wasted so much time living how I wanted to live 
putting my own plans together. Yet I was a broken girl that thought that she knew what she wanted and everything I was going for was just messy, toxic, was not even worth it. Mm. And me walking into the kingdom of God and, and, and just... God doesn't have to give me anything because nope. salvation is all. He, listen, he sent Jesus for us he to did, be saved. He did it. That is the biggest blessing, the biggest gift that anybody could ever receive. But what I love about God is that he puts the cherries on top. Come he on. doesn't need to bless us. Yes. Yet he still blesses us. That's right. I don't need to see certain things that I've been praying for yet. He still comes through. Mm. And so my mindset is, you know what, God, I'm going for everything that you've promised me. You know what? I, I love that you put on, on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, when you put the the picture with the uh, the white pants and the orange getup um, that you that we did for the photo shoot, and oh, you yeah. put something to the effect, um, I'm going, I'm going, you know, full force. Yeah. I ain't leaving no crumbs, crumbs on the on table. table. I mm -hmm. love that. I was like, if I can have a a, a mm -hmm. microphone that didn't cost me too much money, <laughs> um, I would drop it right now yeah, because yeah. that was awesome. Like I ain't leaving no, no crumbs, crumbs on the table. Oh, I wish a woman would tonight and say, you know what? For such a time as this, I've been called into the kingdom. Mm. It is a, a strategic move mm. for you to leave that orphan mentality, for you to leave Mordecai's uh, 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 household, what you knew, and go into the palace and get prepared and go to, to all those different processes. Because, listen, Queen Esther had to go through six months of processes of bathing in oils yep. and, and fragrances and things to be ready to be the queen. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times we get stuck in the process and yep. while we're getting bathed with those perfumes, you're thinking, I'm not qualified. Ooh. I ain't good enough to be in, in this, in this bathtub. I'm walking, mm -hmm. I'm walking on, uh, in, in these marble floors in this mm -hmm. palace. I, I, I don't know the Ain't first worthy. thing about being a queen. Yep. Oh my God. But let me tell you something. Mordecai was, was blunt and he was straightforward. He said, girl, you think you owe that. You in there, and you know what? Yeah, you the queen, but let me tell you, you don't want to save your people, God will raise somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I need somebody to understand tonight, yes, the gift is irrevocable. He ain't taking those gifts away. That calling is irrevocable. He ain't taking, the call is still there, but if you don't want to come to the door and open the door, he's going to somebody else's door. We ain't too cute to miss it. You ain't too cute to miss it. This That's ain't just... about what you got, how good you can mm -hmm. preach, how good you can go and share the gospel. Listen, if you don't want to do what God is telling you to do, God will pick somebody else and run with them. That's deep. I love that. And I think that that's something, that point is so great to consider for anybody listening and even for ourselves. Like, you know, speaking about comfort zones, like, you, you know, sometimes we can, or I'll speak for myself, right? I can be doing all these things and yet I know that I have more to give, but I've been comfortable where Ooh. I'm at. And I think that, you know, I'm not any better than anybody else that's here. You know, sometimes you may be seeing people doing a lot, but there is so much more that they can give. It's like that, that rubber band that. effect. I love that. And, and let me tell you something. It happens so much in ministry, right? So as you know, I'm a pastor of a church, right? And she's the associate pastor. And a lot of the times, and you have felt this, you know, I'm, I'm going to come up to you and I'm going to say, listen, uh, Pastor Fani, I need you to uh, do this or this week you need to preach or you need to also bring the, um, the Bible study. Mm -hmm. I'm sure sometimes you're like, oh, man, that's a lot. 
But if you do not, let's say sometimes you have opportunities and you might say, you know what, this is just too much on my plate. I'm working, I'm balancing work, I'm balancing family, I'm balancing the husband, I'm balancing the house, I'm balancing this, and I also got to go and I got to prepare for a Bible study. And then I also got to preach on Sunday. And guess what? God is going to continue to build that capacity. But if you keep saying no, mm. and you're not flexible to say yes and say, yeah, I might be a little bit overwhelmed. I maybe, you know, threw myself in the deep end, but I know God is going to get me out of this one. I know you, you know, one of the things that I've learned how to do in ministry is that when I have a lot on my plate, I start chomping one, one, one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Hello. <laughs> it's the truth. And so when you get paralyzed, when you have a full schedule and you look at a sheet of paper of a month and the whole month is full and there are plenty mm -hmm. of other engagements to so preach here and preach there mm -hmm. and you're flying over there and you're flying over yeah. here. Plus you got to come to your church and you got to preach, you got to teach and you got to counsel and you got to hold people accountable and you got to call people and you got to bless people and love people. There is a lot of stuff that goes into running a ministry. Yeah. How do you think people do it? And that's what I do. I just say, you know what, God, I'm going to be obedient to what you're saying. If this is an opportunity that you brought to the table, yes, there are certain boundaries. We don't say yes to everything. Right. You got to understand self-care is important. Mm -hmm. You can't burn yourself out. But if you know you can handle it and it's just because you're scared, and you're yeah. saying no because you're scared, then there's a problem because God is trying to call you out of that comfort and mm -hmm. say, you know what? I'm trying to stretch you, girl, but you, you're you not allowing me to stretch yeah, you. Yeah. You ain't going to get to the next level if I can't use you in a bigger capacity, mm -hmm. if I can't pour more oil in you to bless her, her, and her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's real. You see what I'm saying? I so we have to understand that there are times that God is calling us out of that comfort, and we talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. Talk about that you know what, maybe I can handle five things, but I just want to do one because it's just comfortable. Mm -hmm. I Listen, just put me in charge of one. I just, I just want to usher. That's it. I don't want, and that's okay too. You want to stay there? That's fine. But you're not going to see the glory of God and what he's asked for you to do because he's asking more of you because in this hour, more is required. Yeah. And so we need to know what God is asking and what season and so, yes, it's great that you're ushering, but maybe God wanted you to give that Bible study. Yeah. I don't know who this is for. I love it. But you somebody know. needs to catch it. Come on now. Somebody That's needs good. to catch it. So there's another zone that that um, yeah. that we're going to talk about tonight because the comfort zone is not the only thing that's holding us back mm -hmm. from God's best. Um, there is a lot of meat to talk about when we talk about the comfort zone yeah, because... It is a mentality. Mm -hmm. It is a state of mind. It is the way we operate. It is traumatic situations. It is things that have held us back. Let me tell you something. A lot of the times we don't get to the places or the destination that God is calling us to because of the comfort zone. I'm comfortable. Listen to me. This is where it gets hairy because even in relationships, there are some girls that are dating nasty guys. And, and and for the guys that are watching, there are some guys that are are, are also dating nasty girls, mm -hmm. toxic, dysfunctional. But because this is what I know, we good. I don't want to know somebody else. I don't want to go into the unknown of being single. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I'm just going to stay with dysfunction. Preach it, we dating. I'm not alone. 
It's scary to be alone. Um, this is all I know. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with him screaming at me, slapping me up once in a while. And then we kiss and make up. And, you know, he's a good guy. Yeah, he got potential. He got potential. I see the potential. He got potential. Oh, my Lord. So listen, ladies. The comfort zone will have us in a hot mess. Ladies, <laughs> if you are girls that are going to church mm -hmm. and wanting to give God your best, you better get away from men that don't love the Lord. Norma said, well. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know about these, these uh, uh, young women today. Ladies, stop looking for projects. If you want a project, you know, go in and let and the pick, Lord use you. No, go pick your house if you want a project. Go watch HGTV. No. I mean, do do some some remodeling in your house. Don't remodel a a man. You Listen. you you can't be doing that. Listen, remodel you. Like just let you be the project. Like let me work on me. Let me perfect Sip me. Says, dang, okay, Pastor, <laughs> stop attacking me. Jesus. Listen, I ain't attacking you. I'm loving you. Yeah, I man. am loving you because guess what? You have to understand that if you want a project. It's better if you paint your house, paint your apartment. I don't know. Go do, go get a hobby or something. But you know, picking up a hobby and and trying to change a man has never worked. And I I've I've been around for forty five years. Okay, this is the classic right here. <laughs> this is the classic version. Forty five years, and I have never seen that work. What, what did they say here? No fixer-uppers. Come fixer on, somebody. <laughs> gotta have a son. We gotta, we're gonna have to make a t-shirt that says no fixer-uppers. Listen, mm -hmm. you gotta understand that if God has something good for you, you're not gonna have to fix him. That's so real. You're not gonna have to fix her. It. Amen. You're not gonna have to fix that, that person. No, they're gonna come ready to go because you got things to do for the kingdom. You have no time to say, you know what? Uh, uh, you're gonna have to stop lying or cheating or or selling drugs or or you know hustling out there and all this other stuff. You know. So one of the things that we have to understand is that when when we're here uh, uh, talking about these things, we're not talking about things we read. We're talking about things that we've lived through mm -hmm. and understood that God is with us, and if He's for us, who can be against us? Amen. My God, that's some good stuff. I think we can continue just talking about that whole. Well, let me right tell you there. something. That comfort zone <laughs> thing is just if there's so many avenues to yes. the comfort zone that even there we can have a couple of episodes mm. because you know what? There's so much to to kind of draw from yeah. that. You know, there's just so many things that that we're doing in our lives that are just you know there's jobs mm -hmm. that we're still in those jobs because of the comfort zones. Yeah, and God has mm -hmm. done. Asked us mm -hmm. to move out of that job and saying, start your business already. Oh, God, that's that's scary. And we're going to go into that zone next. So go ahead, because I can go on all night with the comfort zone. Yes. So moving on to zone two. Zone two is called the fear zone. Mm. Um, fear can be a call. It can can be a cause from lack of confidence. It can be it can affect. I'm sorry. It can be affected by others opinions, which eventually cause us to put excuses and one thing that that I I want to mention is that fear is no respecter of age. Like we think that you know it's only kids that get scared about certain things. No, there's been times where I have to go do something and I am scared as heck. Like yeah, listen, 
I'm super scared. And, and there's one or two things that can happen. You either go scared or you stay stagnated right oh, there. Oh, I love that. Come yeah. on, unpack that right and, there. And, and so we have so many people that have had all of these great ideas that they write them down on these notebooks. They put them on their notes in their phone. Mm. Yet it's just collecting dust or storage on your phone because that's as far as you've gotten with it. Mm. Because you're too scared to walk out in faith. You know, there was this guy, uh, a minister of God by the, names, uh, uh, the name of Miles Monroe, and he used to say that uh, um, grave sites and cemeteries are full of books. Mm -hmm. And they asked him, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, there's so many people that have died with books within them. They've never written them. Um, you know, they have notes and they had all these things, but they took the books to their graves. So the he said the, the cemetery is full of books, full mm -hmm. of ideas, mm -hmm. full of inventions of yeah. people that were too scared to just, you know, go out and on a limb and, and listen to what God asked them to do and go and take a chance because of the fear of either failure, yep. rejection. I mean, there's so many reasons why we allow that, uh, that, uh, comfort zone or that fear zone, fear zone. to, mm -hmm. to hold us back. Yeah. Um, and it, it stems a lot also of our upbringing. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes we don't like to, to, uh, talk about that. There's certain, uh, traumas that we've gone through, um, in our, uh, childhood, in our adolescent life, uh, our upbringing with our parents mm -hmm. or the lack of having parents, um, that have made us think that, you know what, um, there is a fear in the unknown. There is a fear. I've already been rejected so many times. I don't like feeling rejected. So I might as well not take the chance because the pain of rejection is just too much to bear. And I rather stay in that comfort of knowing that nobody's going to hurt me here. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was having this conversation with my boss today. And he was one of the people that God placed in my life to kind of like use him as my mentor so that I can go higher. Right. Um, and I was talking to him today and I told him, you don't know where I come from. Like I come from this little city called Trenton, New Jersey, where it like all I've seen is poverty in that city. Like there's a lot of old stuff. A lot of people that you see are, are on drugs, you know, are um, on alcohol, just nothing good, you know, the time nothing, that I was there. Nothing good comes, comes from, from Nazareth. From, <laughs> nothing good can come from Nazareth, you come know? On. And so when I started the, the job there, all I saw was like, oh my God, this is the blessing. This job right here, what I have as a receptionist, oh, that's, that's so this good. is the blessing. This is what I was praying for. And he's talking to me and motivating me as I'm there doing the job that I prayed for, telling me, hey, there's more. But <laughs> because my mentality was so closed because all I saw was, you know, up to a certain capacity, my mindset was so close to, to thinking that I could be more. And so having the conversation with him today, it just blessed me and reminded me of how good God is and how he will put certain people in your life to catapult you into mm -hmm. other areas, into breaking that mindset. And this is why I love Level Up Girl, because this is exactly what you're receiving right now. Mm -hmm. When we tell you, listen, I see potential in you. I want you to know that there's more. Like you think that this is this level is all that you're ever gonna reach, but I see more. Oh my god. You know, god. there's so much more that we can accomplish when we break the fear, when we break that mindset of just only looking forward and not looking horizontally, just come on over, you know, looking at it 
it, um, the full picture is what I'm trying to say. Listen, I think that when we're in the fear zone, a lot of the times we don't give ourselves the chance to succeed. In other words, that fear paralyzes us yep. and doesn't allow us to see the very greatness that God is walking or trying to walk us into. That That's a great example. You're there and you're seeing, now this is the blessing. God is saying, I want to promote you. Yep. There's promotions. There's a lot of other tiers. There's a, a higher mount, mountain to climb. You're like, no, this is the This blessing. is the mountain. This is it. Nobody in my household has ever gotten this far. Yeah. He said, but I don't want you to just get this far. I want to take you even further. And a lot of the times we're stuck there because of that fear zone. I think that um, we think we have to wait uh, for fear to go away to start. And that's another thing that, that just kills us. Mm -hmm. One of the things that uh, me and Pastor Fani talk about all the time is uh, something that my, my my daddy, Bishop Jakes, always says, mm -hmm. right? He always says, go knees knocking. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't do know what afraid. that means, yep. is do it afraid. Pretty In other much. words, your knees are knocking when you're afraid, right? Mm -hmm. And so he says, even if your knees are wobbling, go get on the that altar that you've been called to, uh, to go and preach yep. or to teach or you know, go to that missionary trip or go to that place that God is calling you to do. Go write that song and sing it, record it. Go and write that book and go publish it. Go and start that business and make sure that you go and, and do the best job that you can. A Amen. lot of the times we are so afraid and um, we think that the fear has to leave yeah, before, before we, we go start. on that assignment. Let me tell you something. Most of the stuff that I've done, about 95% of the stuff that I've done, I've done, I'm scared. And I can't tell. <laughs> Listen, when I when I uh, uh, train somebody or teach somebody in ministry, and I and I'm trying to to teach them how to preach and how to be in the altar, what's the first thing that I always say not to say? Don't say that you're scared because they won't even know. And it's true. A hundred percent of the times, if you don't say, "I'm nervous," have you ever heard somebody mm -hmm. get up there like? I'm so nervous. And once they start talking, you could never tell. Mm -hmm. So I always say, don't ever mm -hmm. say you're nervous because nobody will be able to tell anyway. Nobody knows that you're scared. Nobody knows exactly. that you're nervous. Nobody knows that you feel unqualified. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Yeah. And God will take over. Amen. So mm -hmm. don't think that you have to stop being scared or fearful or nervous in order to get the job done. Go knees knocking. Do it you scared. Know, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> One thing that I want to put uh, throw out there is that fear is mental. Although it, trigger, it triggers a reaction physically, it almost feels like an indicator saying that this is the wrong thing to do. Yet you can be in fear to do something, but the Holy Spirit has been instructing you to go for it. And I think that we need to be able to identify one from the other because if the Holy Spirit says, listen, I need you to go preach, you know, that message that I gave you, mm. you're going to be scared. And so what are you going to listen to? You're going to listen to the fear or are you oh. going to walk by faith and say the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I have to go scared. There's a, there's a song that says fear. It is a liar. Mm. Right. And it's, it's crazy because, um, one of the, the verses that I love is God has not given us a spirit of fear. So fear is a spirit. The Bible says mm. it's a spirit. And yep. so it says, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. Yep. In other words, you have the power of Jesus Christ. God has not sent that spirit. That spirit of fear does not belong to God. And so when we look at that fear zone, we got to rebuke it. Amen. It ain't our friend. It's not going to benefit us. It's not going to help us. It's not going to take us to that place we need to go to. There are many, many fearful situations that God will put us in. But if God called us to it, he will get us through it. 
Amen. Amen. So rebuke that spirit and keep it moving. Absolutely. And I want to read Joshua 1, uh, 9. It says, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. And I think that that's just one of those verses that I hold on to be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. Mm. And listen, if, if God is calling you to start a thing or to go and do a thing, listen, just remind yourself as you are walking it out, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. My God. Amen. I think that it is important for us to understand that if he is with us, if he's walking with us, nobody can be against us. And, that, and the word of God is so clear when it talks about what we are supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be believing, how we're supposed to be walking courageously. We're supposed to walk with courage because we walk with the lion of the tribe of Judah. I always see myself as that little girl and that big glory lion. You better not mess with, with yeah. me because you know what? I'm his girl. Mm -hmm. I'm his little girl. You better not mess with me. And I always see it that way. And that's what gives me the courage to go out there. The other thing that I love is that we have to understand in the New Testament it says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and only the violent. Take it by force. Not the timid, not the scared, mm -hmm. not the fearful. That's what it says. And so only the violent, they take it by force. You can't take something by force if you're scared. I'm timid, but I'm violent at the same time. Sheesh. I'll just be like, listen, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I think you're a trans spiritual then. Oh, come on, somebody. You one thing, but you you have to feel another. And sometimes we're, we're talking about all these things. And this is the thing is that you cannot operate in the flesh. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you operate in the flesh, you're going to feel the timid. Amen. You're going to feel introverted. You're going to feel scared. You're mm -hmm. going to feel shy. You're going to feel uh, all these different things. But if you know that you're walking in, in with the spirit of God, it says Amen. that we have the spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead yep. lives inside of us. So if God is in me and he's operating through me, you better get out my way. Listen, it's not by might or by power, but it's by the, the spirit. spirit. And so if there's limitation within our character that we need to put aside and know that the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to lead us, I'll walk in any place. Mm. Sandra says dangerous in his hands. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. <laughs> we are dangerous in mm -hmm. his hands. Cause it ain't through our power. Cause it's, it's not through our might. Like, like she just finished saying it is because of him. It is because we are in his hands. We are in his hands. We are his uh, 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 instruments. We are his weapons in this world. Amen. And so when you know that, that you're not going in your accord in your name, we're going in the name of Jesus. I love that because mm -hmm. David was one that he went against that giant. He's like, you're going to come against me with your shield, with your, mm -hmm. your javelin and all these yep. crazy weapons you got. But I'm coming against you in the name of the Lord. You better watch out. And a lot of the times we have to understand that even as we start to walk, even as we start to walk, and even in that fear, walking with that 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 being scared feeling mm -hmm. god will turn us in to that warrior. warrior i love it you know it's <laughs> it's beautiful because when the angel looked at gideon gideon was hiding mm -hmm. and the angel says oh you are a mighty warrior it's like who are you talking to willis <laughs> you ain't talking to me willis because i ain't i'm scared i'm scared mm -hmm. i'm over here and i'm hiding he said no you in other words what i hid inside of you 
I'm going to squeeze it out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to crush it out. I'm taking that oil out of you through the process. And then we see what Gideon did. He went and defeated all these armies with 300 men mm -hmm. because he was in the hands of God. And so we are dangerous when we are in his hands. And that's what it's all about. Um, go ahead. What's the next zone? Yeah. So I kind of combined the, the last two zones together because I feel like they just go together. But these two zones are called the learning zone and the growing zone. Once you enter the learning zone, that's the place will, where you're writing down the vision, where you're putting the goals together, where you're actually literally walking out of the comfort zone and the fear zone, and you're actually already mentally preparing for what you're physically going to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I think that with the, the growth zone is that place where you've walked out of comfort, where you've walked even if you were in fear, and where you have prepared yourself in the learning zone to now be effective in the hands of God. So be Amen. dangerous in his hands. That's right. So, so ladies, practicality in this is if God asked you to open up a business, go and learn about it. Go, go, uh, you know, there's so many YouTube videos, mm -hmm. so many different courses that you can take about somebody else that's doing what God is calling you to do. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. If God is asking you to uh, do a podcast, then go and watch other people do a podcast mm -hmm. and say, how is it done? Okay, look, they're doing it this way. That person is doing that. Am I saying be the, the, the carbon copy? of the people that you're watching, no. What I'm saying is learn how to do it through watching others do it. In other words, don't be scared because you don't have the know-how. The learning yes. zone will take you to the growth zone because yes. once you learn how to do it, then you can go into that capacity and grow in it through the processes. And so you gotta understand that you're gonna leave the comfort zone, forget about the fear zone, Get into the learning zone so that you can go into the grow zone. It is progressive. Amen. Once you leave these two zones, there's only two more zones mm -hmm. to get to. Because after you leave fear and you leave your comfort, there's only growth. Amen. Oh, my God. Those are the keys right there. Jesus. I feel like those are just the gems that God is releasing today. I need can somebody to put some, these zones. Yeah, put some, some keys down there. Will somebody put some keys as emojis mm. that understand that these are the keys that God is giving us tonight? You have to understand that you have to go into the to the learning zone, mm -hmm. and then you have to go into the growth zone because when you learn, you stretch. Amen. When you learn, you create capacity. Yep. Listen, once you know, you can't go back to not knowing. Amen. That's that right there. We can just shut it all off. You can't go back <laughs> to not knowing because now you know. Mm -hmm. There, you know, if I reveal to you a secret or, or I tell you a joke and, and I tell you the punchline, if you hear it again, you can't go back to that. No, I don't oh know God. the answer to that. And you know what I love about that, Pastor, is that once you know that you can learn something and you've already figured it out, you want to go for more. And I think that when you break that mindset of limiting yourself and that being in that comfort zone, all of a sudden it's like, man, I learned this thing. That means I can learn this other thing. That's right. That's right. Cynthia says, ladies, this has definitely been a wake-up call. I don't know if it's a wake-up call for the rest of the ladies, but listen, as we are teaching here tonight, we're also learning because there are a lot of things that we can just extract the juices from this and understand that God is calling us to a different level. And so nothing good happens in the comfort zone. Nothing, nothing good happens in the fear zone. Amen. It only happens 
while you're learning and then while you're growing somebody needs to understand that every verse in the bible every story in the bible of people that god has taken to the next level have been working amen that's real i have never preached about anybody that god said this is the mantle over you and they were just chilling they were like yo <laughs> this comfort zone is it's nice we should take another vacation what you think and this fear zone i'm too scared to go i ain't going nothing happens in those zones except for stagnation and i yes. love when you said that word because it rung in my spirit mm -hmm. i felt it so strong when you said you will be stagnant if you don't come out of those zones do you know what stagnant means have you ever seen a pond of water that is just stagnant there is no mm -hmm. movement you know what happens? Uh, uh, infections start to grow there. Algae starts to grow. It starts to sting. Mm -hmm. um, diseases, because the flies that are roaming around there, if they go anywhere else, they'll yeah. take, carry diseases. Oh, my God. We can be here all night, girls. I don't know about you, but this is a whole sermon. I'm going to have oh, to prepare yeah. something. Maybe a series or something. Yep. I like this. Every zone. Every zone. Every zone has a, has a message. But yes. ladies nothing good happens in stagnation that is why when we look at this man by the pool of bethesda it says that the angel would come down and stir the waters is there anybody here that is being stirred up by the power of god mm. by the spirit of the holy ghost i listen i don't know if you understand that when god starts to stir you up there is no other way to go than to grow come on Jesus. he tells the guy what do you want and the guy is so stuck. He's so stagnant. So stuck. Mentally comfort zone. I'm comfortable being paralyzed. Girl, I can go on. I am comfortable being paralyzed. Who here tonight is listening and, and, and knows that God is speaking to them? Because you've been so comfortable being paralyzed. Mm. I can't move. I love that. I love that so much because he tell. Uh, what exactly is it that Jesus tells him? He says, do you want to be healed? No, he says, what do you want? What do you want? Anyways, so there's so many times that God is in the place and is saying, hey, tell me what you want so that I can give it to you. And you start with the excuses. But everybody keeps jumping in my way. Oh, all of these excuses, all of a sudden, you just start giving. Instead of just asking, what do you want? What do you want? He's staring the answer in the face and he still doesn't understand. Yep. He still doesn't understand. Jesus, the miracle worker. Jesus, the miracle himself. The way, the truth, and the life. The mm -hmm. miracle. Huh. Listen, the one that would be able to stir his life is in his face and he still cannot recognize his miracle. Is there anybody here that understands that God has been stirring you up, yet you are giving the excuses as to why you can't leave your comfort zone, as to why you cannot leave your fear zone, as to why what has kept you paralyzed for so long? Is there anybody here that understands that God is here tonight to tell you, listen, I'm stirring it up I'm and not. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to make you uncomfortable. Hmm. I wish somebody understood. Jesus. I feel the power of God. Don't miss the mark. Listen, because if you do not listen to the whisper of God, God will come like a roaring lion. Mm -hmm. And many times God will make us uncomfortable because we did not hear the leading of the Holy Spirit. 
Have you ever been in a place that you were so disobedient because God kept telling you, move out of that relationship, move out of that position, move out of that place, and you're still there, and all of a sudden, mayhem happens. Mm. Instead of you breaking up with the person, the person breaks up with you, and you're like, wait a minute, what do you mean you breaking up with me? I was supposed to break up with you. <laughs> what you mean you're firing me? I was supposed to resign. Translate that into the spiritual realm. There are things that God is telling you to get rid of that you won't get rid of. And so what God is going to have to do is lift up a storm. And we're going to go into the word because we mm -hmm. about to level up. That We've been entangled way too long. We about to level up. We're going into Matthews 14, 22 through 33. And let me tell you, many times... God would allow the storms of life to beat mm. us down because we did not want to hear when he was trying to stir us up. Jesus. Go ahead. Uh, immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land. Buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. So I love this mm -hmm. because it says that the winds started to push. And sometimes God would allow the, the winds to rise up and come against us because we did not want to hear what he had to say to us. Because he was trying to stir us up so that he could move us from the place of comfort, from the place of fear. Look at what they said. They said, it's a ghost, man. They, mm -hmm. Their faith was on point. Jesus. They were looking at ghosts, spirits. <laughs> and he says, he says, they cried out in fear. He said immediately, he says, take courage. And the Holy Spirit is telling you tonight, take courage. Mm -hmm. Stop operating in fear. Mm -hmm. Stop operating of what you think you know. Walk into the deep, walk into the unknown because I am with you because I'm calling you out. And tonight we have to understand that Jesus is not only telling the disciples to take courage, he's telling us to take mm -hmm. courage. He said, don't you be afraid. Amen. I'm calling you out. What happened then? It says, uh, but Jesus immediately, um, immediately said to them, take courage. It is I, don't be afraid. Mm. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on water, and came towards Jesus. I love this. You don't understand. I live from this right here. Because listen, all of a sudden, God allowed this wind to hit this boat. And sometimes God would allow storms to come and hit our lives because we don't want to listen in the timing that God wants us. So because he doesn't want, to, uh, want you to miss your timing because he loves us so much, he's going to push some people out of your life. He's going to take you out of that job that is a den. Mm. Have you ever heard somebody say, the Lord is saying promotion, promotion. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the next day you walk out into your job, they give you the pink slip. You fired. You fired. <laughs> and you're like, but wait a minute. That makes no sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. because God needed you out of there because he wanted to give you something better. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden, they're sitting in that boat in the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Jesus. I want to be comfortable. Hey. I want to be in, in first class. Mm -hmm. I'm in the Norwegian cruise line carnival. Hey, put me in the front VIP, baby. 
<laughs> and we want to go everywhere we have to go in VIP. And mm. gotta say, won't you struggle a little? Won't you allow me to take you through deep waters? Because I'm about to show you something. Oh, my God. He tells Peter. Peter tells him, hey, if it's you, talk to me. Give me that word. Mm -hmm. And I love it because then all of a sudden he says, come. He gave the permission in the spiritual realm for him to walk on top of the water. The water represents impossibilities. Mm -hmm. It was impossible for uh, uh, liquid molecules to become solid. Come on. Are there any scientists here tonight? <laughs> help, help a sister out. Liquid molecules turning into solid so that you can walk on impossibilities. Why? Because of a word that was spoken by the master. Mm. By the one that created the waters. Oh my God. Who is here that is listening to what God is saying? Who's understanding that God is saying, I don't care if it looks impossible. I don't care if you feel unqualified. I called you. Mm. I deposited that treasure in that earthen vessel. Amen. I know what I made and I know what I'm going to squeeze out of you. I know you were built for greatness because I built you. Oh my God. Yet we're standing here saying, no, 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 God. No, say the word. Won't you be courageous tonight and say, God, if you say the word, say the word. if you call me out yes. into the deep, I'm going to walk on the water. If you call me into the impossibilities, I'm going to believe you. God, just call me out. I will trust you. God, just call me out. I will go. Is there anybody oh here? You better drop some keys because I'm giving you some keys tonight. My God, I love that. You know, it, we, we know that there was 12 disciples on that boat that day and all of them were scared and one just one had the courage to say if you speak i'm gonna walk mm. so you're gonna tell me that 11 of them did not have the courage to walk out of the boat when the master spoke that lets you that lets us know it lets me know that there is a small percentage of people that are actually willing to walk off the boat when god is saying i come come keisha says how do you overcome fear just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Listen, mm. once you get out of that boat, there's only two things that can happen. <laughs> you can either walk on water or you start sinking, one of the two. But the good thing is that he's right there with you. Because when Peter started to sink, and that's what people concentrate, oh, he started to sink. Yeah, but guess what? He's the only human being on the face of the planet that can say he walked on water Amen. just like Jesus. Yep. So what if he sank? I'd rather say, at least I tried. Amen. But Jesus was right there to help him. Even if you're scared and you do it, just do it. Amen. Because even if you fail, God is there to pick you up. You learned a lesson. Listen, every person that I've heard, and this is in the secular world. I think uh, uh, one of the, the ones that I can, uh, two people that I can talk about is um, this guy, the basketball player, Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan and uh, Cindy Crawford are two people that I've read their bios before the times that they failed before they became great thousands of times mm -hmm. Cindy Crawford went to so many interviews to be a model and at the end she's one of the biggest top models that has ever existed but you know how many people turned her away mm -hmm. thousands of people turned her away Michael Jordan 
listen to what I'm trying to say. If you never try, you will never know the greatness that God can get the glory through you with. And at the end of the day, well, uh, I was listening to this prophet. He's saying, you know, when you're shy, when you don't want to do things, what you're saying is that you have a, pri a prideful spirit because you're looking good is more important mm -hmm. than doing what God has asked you to do. Oh, Jesus, that's a whole nugget right that, there. That, that was good. You got to check yourself. Sometimes there's so many things that are embedded in us so deep and it comes from insecurities and it comes from, you know what? I am not willing to look like a clown. I am willing to look stupid. I am willing to look like, like a fool in front of nobody. It ain't going to happen. And God is saying, oh, so you, so I had to die on the cross for you. Jesus. I had to give up my whole life. I had to get off of my throne for you, but you ain't you you ain't willing to look like a clown for me. So that, that's that's where you are at. And when you look at the gauge of where your spiritual life is, where it's more important for you to have an mm -hmm, image, mm -hmm. to look a certain role and not be vulnerable. Listen, I'll look like a fool for Jesus any day, Amen. but I, because I've gone through it. Because God has asked me to go to places and do some things that I'm like, oh, God, I look like a clown up in here. <laughs> People are going to throw tomatoes, God. And all of a sudden, I have to come to the realization, you know what? I don't care, God. You know what? My 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 back is against the wall. I had no choice. I had to do it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go knees knocking. But guess what, God? Even if I look like a clown doing what you asked me to do, I'm going to look like a clown for you. Because at the end of the day, God has to break you down and has to say, you know, that's pride. Yeah, You're too God. scared to look stupid. Mm. I look stupid for Jesus any day. He gave his life for me. Yeah. And sometimes we're not willing to look like that for him because our image is so much more uh, uh, important. No, no, I, I have an image to keep. I can't look dumb for Jesus. You crazy? Mm -hmm. That's powerful right there. And I think that that's some, that's revelation. I, I don't, I've never thought about it in that way. How, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm too shy to do something. Mm. It, it, it does stem from pride because it has to do with me and how I'm going to feel and how I'm going to look. It yes. definitely comes yes. from pride. Many times we think that pride is the person that's like, I'm too good for this or mm -hmm. I'm too good for that. No, that's right. There, it comes also from the person who feels insecure that is just like, yeah, I don't want to look stupid. I don't, I, I yeah. don't feel you know good enough to do it. No, yeah. it's pride. <laughs> and so uh, Keisha, to answer your question, how do you get over or overcome fear? Just do it. Just do it. Listen, we all go through this. And that's what uh, uh, Pastor Fani was saying. A lot of the, the things that she has done, she's done it scared. A lot of the things that I've done, I've got knees knocking. Why? Because if God asked me to do it, he's going to give me the grace to get over the finish line. This is about his glory, not mine. This is about him and not me. Mm -hmm. This is about the people that he wants to reach, not me. And so when we stop making it about ourselves, we will leave the comfort zone. We will leave the fear zone and we will go into the learning zone and then go into the growth zone. Because at the end of the day, if we do not create capacity, God cannot use us. The more flexible you are, the more he can use you. If I know five languages, he can take me to five different nations of five different languages and use me there. If I only know one language, he could only use me in that language. Come on, somebody. I wish you can get this in your spirit. The more pliable, the more moldable, the, the, the more stretch you have, the more God can use you for the kingdom. And so we got to learn more stuff. Listen, if you got time on your hands, learn a different language for the kingdom of God. 
Learn sign language so you can help in your church and, and translate the sermon. Learn how to do videos and editing and all these things because pastors need that. In order to get little nuggets and little video clips so people can hear and listen, you are being part of the movement. Amen. And so when you do not leave these zones that are holding us hostage, you will not be able to get to the place where God wants you. And just like Mordecai told uh, Queen Esther, listen, girl, I know you think you're all high and mighty. I, I know you smell cute. Because she did smell cute. She was, she she was she, six months. It says that she was the prettiest, too. She was she pretty. Was the, she smelled good. She, she smelled was getting good. taken care of, pampered. She was getting pampered. She was a whole queen. And guess what? He said to her, you and your whole queen, if you do not deliver your people, God will raise somebody else up. Mm -hmm. And I need somebody to get off the high horse and say, Jesus. you know what? I, I I can't be replaced. Mm. Me? I cannot be replaced. No, I'm I'm God's chosen. Sure you are. And God will use you wherever you are stagnant in. <laughs> Only to the capacity that you will allow him to. If you don't allow him to help you grow, Pastor, then he can use you in that level. But you're always going to be used in that level. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I want to get to the maximum capacity, the stature that God has deposited in me. I want to I wanna run the race to the limit that God has set for me because... We've talked about that before. We all have a, a, a depth, mm -hmm. a, a height, a yeah. stature that God has created us with. It's in our spiritual DNA. You don't determine that. I don't determine that. If God says that in the spiritual realm, I would reach mountain height, I can't apologize for that because mm -hmm. I didn't create that. Exactly. That's a whole nother entanglement. Yeah. <laughs> me having to apologize for God is taking me because you ain't comfortable with it. Mm. I'm sorry, girl. You don't know the hell that I've been through. So if God is about to take me to heights because he has created that in my DNA, then I want to reach the best for the Lord. I want to reach the heights that he has destined for me. And we each have to take responsibility to understand the heights that God has for each and every one of us. A to the man above. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know about you. But then what does verse 30 say? I, I, we didn't finish reading that. It says, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning and began to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. I love that because he says you have little faith and, and, and that's true. But he says, why did you doubt tonight? I want to leave you with that. Um, even after we do the affirmations, stop doubting. Amen. This is not in your strength. Mm -hmm. This ain't about you. I know you look good. You're cute. Yep. You have a calling. Great. But guess what? This ain't about you. And I think if, when we get over ourselves, mm -hmm about our insecurities, about our fears, about our comfort, about our traumas, about our victimization, about our orphan mentality, about yeah. our, 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 I'm a dead dog, I'm in Lodabar. All, all those limitations that we have set up for ourselves. When we get over ourselves as a whole, God will be able to get the glory. Amen. I love it. It's all about him. Mm -hmm. It's about Jesus. It ain't about me. It's not about her. It ain't about you. It's about Jesus. You already saved. It's about going out there and reciprocating what you got. 
Amen. Giving by grace what you've received by grace. And guess what? Somebody was bold enough to share the gospel with you. I want to add to that with this <laughs> verse right here. It says that after they hopped into the boat, Peter and, and Jesus, it says that the disciples said, truly, you are the son of God. So one had to step out in order for the others to see what God could do in, in the life of anybody for him to be like, I worship you, God. And I know that you are God. So you stepping out will cause somebody else to Pastor see the glory Fani. of God fall. My God. And listen, there is something that happens. There's something that happens when we walk out in faith, when we are the ones to say, God, I don't care if I look stupid. Uh -huh. He sank. He was like, I don't know if I'm going to look stupid. stupid. I'm going to go though. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's just, it just takes that little bit of faith. Ye of little faith. He was okay with that little bit of faith because Jesus still grabbed him. Let me tell you something. What a nugget. <laughs> what a key. I mean, I'm, I'm still like this because it is so important to understand that sometimes somebody has to get out of the yep. boat. Yep. <laughs> the majority won't do it. No. Nope. That one person. And because that one person got out of the boat, Pastor Fani, that's exactly what happened. They were able to declare, truly, you mm. are the son of God. G listen, the people that are around you, the people that you've been called to, Peter was called to his disciples yep. to be that image, to be that mm. um, example of a person that even though he had little faith, at least he had it. Yeah. And they were able to see Jesus in a different perspective because... Mm. Of his boldness oh, and God. his courage. Won't you allow people that you're called to people around you to see Jesus in a Amen. different perspective, in a different role in their life by you taking chances? By you getting out of that boat and saying, I'm tired of being in the comfort zone. I don't want to be VIP no more. Mm. I'm okay with getting out into the impossibilities. Where are the women that understand that tonight? Come on, somebody has to show a hand. If you raise your hand tonight, may you receive what you are uh, 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 listening to, what is infiltrating your, your spirit right now. May you receive that revelation tonight. May you receive that, that breaking in your spirit. May you receive that stirring in your spirit tonight. Come on, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands and, and understand. Come on, somebody needs to declare, I receive that. I received that breaking. I received that stirring. I received that revelation. I am moving out of that boat. Wow. I'm stepping out into the deep. I, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way through. But guess mm -hmm. what? At least I'm going to make it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the reason why somebody else sees Jesus. Yes. Ay, ay, ay. I'm going to be that reason. I'm going all in. I'm sold out for Jesus. Listen to, to, to me. This is something that I've told you about. After my brother passed, there is something that has broken inside of me. There's some, an urgency that I have gotten. And it's something like, you know what? You got no more time to waste. Mm. You know what? The devil came for me and he's going to find me because you know what? I got a calling and I'm going to move in that calling. I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to move in fear. I'm not going to be in my comfort zone. If I have to overbook myself, I will overbook myself because I'm going to go and tell the world that they need to see Jesus in a different perspective, that not everybody is contaminated, that there are pure people. There is, there is a remnant out there that is sold out for Jesus, that has separated themselves for Jesus. 
Somebody got to see Jesus in a different perspective. Amen. Won't you climb out of that boat? Won't you look stupid for Jesus? Won't you look like a clown sometimes for Jesus? So that somebody else can get the message Amen. that he is the true son of God. Yes. My Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know you received that. This whole word. Ms. Vivian said, I'm sold out for Jesus. Come on, somebody. Who are we? Mm, <laughs> come on, somebody. Yes. My God, ladies. Let us know. Let us know Norma if she received this today. Mm. My God. Thank you, Jesus. I, I just want to thank the Lord for this word thank tonight you, because I know that it, it blessed me. It really has blessed me. I think, you know, with both perspectives um, and even you ladies commenting on here, it's just one of those moments where, you know, God is speaking and letting us know that he is with us even when we're walking in fear, right? Mm. And we're willing to step out of the boat. My God, and so many possibilities happen when we step into the, what looks like the impossibility, mm. right? But it is not in our strength. It's in the strength of Jesus, yes. in the strength of God, that mm. what you do today can cause such an effect, not only in your life, but in the Ooh, life of others. That. And I just love it. I love it. And I thank God for tonight's word. My God, no more fears, Miss Perla. Amen. No more fear. We're stepping out of the boat. Come on. Amen. It is time to step out of that boat. Ladies, I'm going to remind you again, there's less than 50 seats left. You yes. better go and secure your seat before there is no more seats left. As soon as we, we sell those uh, tickets, there is no more space. We are going to be at maximum capacity. You better be there. You better not miss being in that room. I'm telling you, something's going to go down in Tampa. Amen. So go ahead and secure your tickets. We're going to go into affirmations and we'll leave you tonight with these uh, affirmations tonight. Yes. So the first one is I am strong and courageous. Come on, somebody. Type these down, write these down somewhere. But this is something that you may want to look at every time that you're feeling a little scared. Listen, I am strong and courageous. Come on. Secondly is I am full of purpose. Yes. Knowing that God has created you for more than where you are right now. Uh, I have more to pour out. Listen, today we are here. If, if Listen, the word for you today is you have more to pour out. Girl, oh. let Jesus squeeze it all. Look at what Stephanie <laughs> is saying. Stephanie Franklin says, in May, I'm going to be a speaker and sharing my first time about my life and what God has done. Girl, congratulations. Congrats, May God yes. use you to the maximum capacity. Amen. Amen. We are happy for you. Yes, fear has no hold on me. Fear has no hold on me. Yes. I've been chosen to conquer. Oh, come on. Chosen to conquer. Mm. And lastly, I've been called for such a time as this. Sis, you have been called for such a time as this. Yes. If you do not go, God will choose someone else. And I don't know about you, but I want to be the first I one right the there. One. I want to be, be it, God. Send mm. me, Jesus. Yes. Listen. Pastor, did you have anything else no, to add to that? No, that's it. That is amazing. Ladies, Powerful. my sisters, we love y'all. Go be great. Yes. Go be great. Yes. Go be great. Don't allow these zones to hold you back. Amen. Don't allow these zones to hold you back. Go ahead and be great. Be great in the Lord. Understand mm -hmm. that you have been called for such a time Amen. as this. And there are uniqueness and things inside of you that God wants to use for his glory. Amen. Amen. Allow others to see God's greatness through you. Amen. We love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Go and sign up. Uh, can somebody put uh, the uh, link there before we go? Uh, ticket giveaway, Pastor Lucy. Please give one previous, pre previously purchased ticket to one of God's daughters. 
who is watching tonight and hasn't secured their seat. Ah, uh, Sandra, oh my God. So our sister Sandra is giving away her ticket and she's saying uh, anybody that uh, might not be able to get uh, a ticket, um, she's willing to give one up. Lynette has put the uh, link up there. Ladies, if you have a friend and you have uh, the finances or you have the uh, capacity or the capability of purchasing one for you and purchasing one for your sister, for your coworker, for your cousin, for your sister, for your mama, for anybody, listen, go ahead and buy your ticket and buy your friend's ticket or your mama's ticket, anybody's ticket. Help somebody go to this conference that needs to hear a word and that needs some breaking in their life to move to the next level, to be able to push and produce and birth in that desert. Yeah. We are dangerous in his hands. Yeah, this has been a great time, a great episode with your show, Our Show Level Up. Girl, Girl. God bless you. We will bless see you baby. at the end of the month, the last Tuesday of the month. We will be with you. Amen. So make sure you share us with somebody. Allow somebody to um, to hear what uh, what God is saying so that they can be stirred up in the spirit as well. God bless you. We love you. Take Bye, care. Ladies. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl.